agreeing to seven and a half. The Money Show. The Markets. Uh, to Peter Brook we go. Uh, Peter Brook, of course, is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group on the line to us from Cape Town this evening. Markets today, Peter Brook, did seem quite a lot calmer. There was uh, a far sort of uh, cooler day on markets relative to the huge volatility of recent weeks. Yeah, it was a nice solid day. And I think markets are relaxing a little bit about the financial turmoil. So, um, you know, we've had... Credit Suisse being taken over by UBS. We've now had um, Silicon Valley Bank being taken over. And you can kind of see it in sort of a return to slightly more normal patterns, lower volumes, less volatility. Uh, and that's a piece of good news. And it certainly led to a rebound in our financial stocks today. But our entire market just felt a, a lot more productive and a lot calmer. And there was quite a nice rebound. But not only here, uh, a little bounce in the United States and one across Europe as well, which was, of course, fraught on Friday, fraught Friday, um, with worries about the German banking sector of all sectors. Things there seem to have also dissipated somewhat. That's right. And actually, if you look at our market, which was, if you take the all-share index, it was up 0.8%. But actually, it was much, it had a much better feel than that because, remember, Nasdaq and Process are still the largest stocks, and they were down four. So actually, most of the other stuff was up quite a bit more. So definitely a, a, a firmer underpin to today's price action and broad, broadly based, other than a little bit of pressure in Asia um, around China, where the February profits um, were a bit disappointing. And, and that's leading to all kinds of speculation, of course, is, oh, my goodness me, have we overestimated the Chinese recovery? Oh, well, that's the end of the world. Uh, and there's this sort of whipsaw, seesaw action that we see uh, building in global markets is going to kind of be, I suppose, very volatile until we get some sort of clearer picture out of what the extent of the recovery is out of China as they emerge from lockdowns. That's true, but what you can look at is obviously in terms of policy. So I was just looking at interest rate hikes over the last 12 months because last week we saw the ECB with 50 bips and the Fed with 25 bips. So you've got this pressure all over the world, but if you look over the last year, you've got a number of countries 400 basis points or 4% up, and China's actually cut. So in terms of looking forward, the interest rates operate with a lag, so the pain in the rest of the world is still coming. And then China is obviously going to be quite a lot better on a relative basis in terms of growth. So they're coming from a very low base with um, potential upside. The rest of the world is coming from very high base with very high growth, um, full, almost full employment. And now you're going to have some pressure coming through. And that's one of the other things about this banking sort of crisis is that You've got the interest rate effect, but what you've also got is that over time, the banks will tighten their credit regulation, so there'll be less money. So that'll act on it as a drag on growth in addition to the interest rate effect. Yeah, and I wonder then how this plays out for a company like Tungela, which came out with spectacular profits today. And I just wonder whether or not those profits are likely to be repeatable, considering that the war in Ukraine is showing no sign of ending, that as China opens up, demand for resources is likely to uh, pick up once again. I wonder if Tungela can keep on having the sort of bumper years that it's been having for the last two. I really, really doubt that, quite frankly. Um, so first of all, I mean, the, the average coal price is going to be a lot lower. Um, and so that takes some pressure. But also, 
I mean, what they mentioned, and you, you would have seen that they are actually down 2.4% on their on the publication of their results today. So one of the rare shares falling in a rising market. But um, they're talking about exports out of South Africa next year of between 10.5 to 12.5 million tons. Now, um, if you remember at listing, they were talking about 16.5 million tons of exports, yeah. with the main problem being transit. Um, so I think, A, prices plus volumes, it's going to be a, a weaker year for them. But um, not great news for the country. No, because, I mean, so many of our commodity producers, of course, are big exporters into a very uncertain world. Um, and we've been dependent, heavily dependent, of course, on the foreign exchange earnings of our big companies, which can contributed to the big tax takes, which make today's 7.5% wage settlement with the public service possible. doesn't necessarily mean that that's repeatable either. That's true. And I think, I mean, I think we are going to face a tougher macro environment because we're, we're also going to probably have to hike interest rates following the rest of the world. Um, but remember, I mean, the, the nice thing about what we do in terms of investing is there's actually always opportunity outside of just the macro. So a company that produced results today was Advertech. Yes. It's one that my colleague Warren Van der Vesten has a particular fondness for. I think he's got quite a, he's quite a big holder. And there you've got, Turnover up 18%, operating profits, normalized earnings, and headline earnings per share all up 20%. The reason I mentioned that they're all the same is because there isn't the sort of normal nonsense of removing this and that and making things look better. It's just a very solid result. So you get some operating leverage coming through. Turnover, cost control, good, good numbers. Yeah, those Ambitech numbers were good, and we're going to be talking to the chief executive, Roy Douglas, in a couple of minutes' time. What's interesting about Ambitech is the, the growth outside of South Africa. So many other South African companies are experiencing in a, quite a, a stodgy domestic environment. We're seeing nice growth out of many other parts of the African continent. Yeah, I was actually up in Zimbabwe last week, and it's, I mean, it's booming. The massive property development, but even speaking to some of the companies up there, you know, you're talking about much bigger profits in U.S. dollars being remitted back to their parent company. Um, so don't forget sort of demographics. There, there's some, even in the midst of terrible macro, there's still opportunities to make good money. And Zimbabwe is a case point. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Peter Brook. Peter Brook is Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group on the line to us this evening from Cape Town. Peter Brook, uh, a regular contributor to the Monday Evening Money Show. Those results from Advertech up in a couple of minutes' time, as well as Toby Shapshek, the Chief